Hey there, hope you're doing well. Uh, in this video, uh, let's take a look at uh, ma managing status updates. Uh, we've tried a few different approaches at Snowpal. Uh, we use Slack uh, for all of our communication and we've used uh, status updates. Uh, we have a channel for status update. It, it works all right, uh, but you know, it's got, uh, it has it has its issues uh, and we tried some plugins and not, not uh, I haven't found one yet that I was actually satisfied with, right? Um, anyway, so I want to try uh, something and I figured we've been, we've been using this, uh, we've started using this recently and it's uh, it seems like it's actually not, not a bad way to go. So I figured I'll just share this with you. Uh, the idea behind uh, the problem here is uh, you need your team to be able to post status updates, which are not just static updates, meaning it's not text that you have to look or search in Slack, but something you could down the road do a bit more with, perhaps do some automation and whatnot, right? So I was just thinking about the, this the other day and I came with an approach that I think might just work uh, uh, all right for us and probably for you as well. So let me share it here and uh, hopefully it helps you. So let's start with defining the actual JSON structure. Uh, and you'll, you'll see why you're doing this. So I'm gonna create, a, so I use a tool here. You can check this out, objgen.com. If you wanna create JSON and you don't wanna write the JSON, and if you wanna just use a DSL, this is actually a quick way of doing it. I've been using this for, for a long time now. Okay, so the outermost array would be like statuses, uh, because you need your team to report. We'll just take a simple example and we can improve upon it later. You want your team to be able to report status, right? So let's say what is one of the first things. The first thing is date. So let, today is like the 16th. I could use a date, but I, I'm just going to go with a string just to keep it simple for now because I don't need any date-based operations. Okay, so that starts with the date. The next thing is let's again start small and simple and then we can build on that. Uh, developers. So Let's say the first one, there's gonna be more than one developer obviously in the team. Um, so the name, the first developer, let's call him Krish, right? Uh, what else might they want to report, right? I mean, let's start defining the JSON structure. Um, statuses is an array because you want to be able to support uh, statuses for statuses for multiple days. And then you have uh, developers. Uh, so you have a date in there. And then you have developers, an array of developers. The first one, say I've given myself, I've added me, myself as a developer, Krish here. So the name is Krish. Uh, the next item would be, I'm trying to think. Uh, we want, the way we do it is we have three categories. We basically say, uh, here, let me define it and I can change it. Actually before categories, sessions. We break our day down into multiple sessions, uh, at, at least one per day. Obviously, our, in other cases, we have two and maybe three in some rare cases. So we have sessions. So the, let's say there's more than one session. So the first one is going to be, I'm going to give it ID. N equals one becomes a number. And then what are the attributes? Right at this point, in the first session, we have a, a few categories. The first one is, um, let's say, what did I what I worked on yesterday, right? That's one, uh, and let's say, before we go, let's say, let me see answers. That would be an array, because you're gonna see, uh, have multiple items here. Uh, fixed bug, uh, 
implemented feature built rockets, right? I, let's say we did a bunch of things and the developer did a bunch of things yesterday. So those would be the answers. And then we have uh, commits, actually. We care for commits, right? Because that's all, the, we want to quantify what you've done. Um, so let's say for commits, I just uh, copied uh, some sample commits here. So commits, um, this would be the commit ID. Right, um, and then we have another one here. Let's say we have two commits. Or one actually, let me keep it simple. Uh, right, so we have two commits there, right? So every time we commit, we like to be able to report on those commits. And you know, ultimately they need to lead to a pull request. So let's say I have a link to a pull request here. Right. Move my piece out of the way. Okay, so we have pull requests, and now we have the first category, which is what I worked on yesterday. These were the things I had done. So let me go to the next category, which would be categories. What uh, I expect to work on today answers would be fix more bugs right let's leave it at that and then uh, of course i wouldn't have commit and pull request here because this is what i'm going to be working on today right so this is the i call them i call them categories here uh sort of to to bucket uh, and group the question answers uh, a question the answers related to the question commits and pull requests. There's a few other ways I, we can structure this, but this looks all right. So let's just go with this. And I did try a few different approaches before I arrived at this one here, yeah, for what it's worth. Um, so the next, oops, I think I have, I have to be careful about this spacing. Um, okay. Question. S equals blockers. Are there any blockers? Answers you're hoping for? None, always. Right. Um, or if there are any blockers, you would specify them here. So this is for a given session, right? Now, if you have multiple sessions, you're just gonna have to, you'll, you'll copy this structure one more time and then we'll change this to two. Now you have the update for two sessions and now this is for one developer. Let's say, let me actually uh, copy this whole thing. And if I wanted to add a second developer, this structure would facilitate that. This would be say, for instance, right? So this is developer one and then there's developer two and then each of them has a session. Now we can improve on this obviously, but this is not a bad starting point. Let me undo the last two changes so you can see the see them better, right? And then now when you have, uh, let's say when you do it for the next day, you're gonna have the same thing copied over, it's gonna be 17, right? So let's say actually, let me add this back here. This is gonna be sessions. Um, actually, let me undo this. Let me add the sessions here. This is session two. And then let me add the 
developers again. I'm gonna go here. I'm gonna call this down. And now the whole thing is a status. I'm gonna copy the this field. I'm gonna make the second one 17, right? Now let me copy this and then let's go to a JSON formatter so we can see that better. Like another one, like this formatter better. Yep. Okay, now I go here, I validate my JSON. It says it's good, format it. And now let's take a look at this, right? Now we have statuses for, um, let's say for 11.16 and then 11.17. And then within 11.16, we have a developers array. And then there is, there'll be two entries here. So we look at the first one. And then within the first one, you have sessions. And you're going to have two sessions. We expand the first session. The categories, we're going to have like, uh, let's see, uh, that's session two. I expect to see, oh, did I, did we not have a second category here? Oh, actually, we did categories. Uh, we have three of them. So I expect to see this structure. Oh yeah, I, I collapsed the wrong one. So we have three categories. The first one is what I worked on yesterday. The second one is what I expect to work on today. And the third one is, are there any blockers? And inside each, I see question, I see answers and commits and pull requests for one of those categories essentially, right? And then we can define a schema for this JSON structure. Um, but Okay, so you get the idea. Now what happened, this is step one. Step two is, uh, wh what I did was we have, we have a repo for documentation. I actually uh, created a directory under one of those, uh, you know, under that particular repo for say 2021 November. And then I created a file called week46.json. Uh, it, it's called JSON, but let, let me explain this further. And then in that JSON, I actually store this template, right? So it's a, an empty uh, structure. So let's actually undo this a uh, little bit so you know how. Actually, let me, let me undo it, undo it, undo it. Okay, now what I do is I keep this, uh, this, is, uh, this is what I mean by a template. So I just don't have any values. then I'm going to delete this as well. Uh, similarly, delete this and delete this, right? And then I'll get rid of the developer's name as well. And then I can get rid of the date too. So um, actually what I do is I keep the date and why I, I stored this, including the session, right? So I take the session. And again, this is just something we, would, we started trying out. So there's a lot we can do with this, but I think it sets the foundation for something pretty cool actually. So I create this and I do it for the whole week. So if you notice here, it says week 46. So which means I would do this for each and every one of those days, the five days in the week, right? So let's say it would be 16. And then we would have, oops, we would have uh, next one, we would have 17 here, 18, 19, and 20, right? So you get the idea for five days essentially. And I store this in this file and I come at this. So what the dev team does is they come here, they edit the file, they go look up their name and they're like, hey, this is what I did. I tested the rate model, I fixed minor issues and I have some commits and pull requests for instance, right? So they update the uh, update the file literally by going to the browser, how you do it, there's many ways you can do this. 
edit the content here and then they they commit the changes now the changes are committed it's part of a repo now what happens is your status updates are actually version control which i tried a bunch of plugins i didn't find one that i actually liked i even tried the ones that you, you could you know not the free plugins but the paid slack plugins uh, it actually did not give me what i wanted and it didn't give me the confidence that i can extend it or customize it right so with this approach i can actually have the team update the statuses and literally update this file here now and then if i go to raw and if i go here this uh, i can do a request to pull this down right so let's say if i go to the command line and if i do a curl and i copy the whole thing and stick here now it returns this because you know it's, it's essentially uh, it has a token but outside of that it's public right so it's in other words if i open a new incognito chrome window and i make this request i can still get to it the only thing that may the repo is not public obviously it's a secure repo so if i did this you'll notice that it's an invalid request oh no sorry let me actually go to github which uh, ui docs you see that it's a private repo but but the files themselves you can actually go look at this token and you can see the status essentially right so that there's nothing uh, you know it uh, you you are able to hit those urls because they are public urls essentially right so anyway so that's uh, you go there now you look at uh, now we pull this down here so i can go back here okay um i can uh, i'll go back here um, so i i did a curl request one more time but then you know uh, the the actual headers if you look up github it returns it doesn't return application json if you look at the headers for this we did a uh, if we did a get you'll notice that it's it's actually text so unfortunately uh, you can write json path expressions directly on what that returns i mean we can do some other things to facilitate that but out of the box you can't do it because it, it, these are just text response headers so but that is a utility like if you want to uh, do something quick and dirty uh, there's this called the jq it's like sed essentially right so if you're familiar with linux and stuff you you probably may have used the sed commands uh, it's like awk and sed and the, those category of commands uh, this works on json expressions right it's a json processor so what you can do is you can do a brew install i did a brew install already so i have jq um, let me see let me go here Okay, so I did a brew install, it's already there and it's installed. So what I'm going to do is actually try to parse this response, right? So first let's do the, pick up the response. And I tried this, uh, tried a few different uh, patterns before I got on the call. So I can actually rely on that if I don't remember all of it. So I would pipe it to JQ and I think I, I have an example here that I go over. Um, so let's say the first thing is I would go to a, dash r dot statuses now you notice that it already parsed this json it processed it it only pulled up the uh, the actual uh, the, the second category right because if i did if i don't run it through jq the utility the top most response let's see it starts at statuses but i went one level deep into statuses now what i can do is go one level deep uh, and go look for developers right so let's say i go here i go in and say developers like i said there now it pulled me the required response for all of the developers in the team for all of the days essentially but you know let's not go for all of the days let's go back to our request here 
the first date is like 11 16 2021 right so let's try to tweak this and see let's go to statuses and then under statuses we'll do a dot you need to use the dot to actually uh plug in a value there of select okay let's do a select dot name equals and i'm going to say that's the value oops it says failing body let's see what we did wrong here select dot name that looks all right to me oh it's not name sorry it's actually date right that's the problem so we'll go here do then date is the attribute so we'll do a dot date oh, that fails as well uh, what am i doing wrong here so we have statuses that returns an array and we want to filter within the status and within let me expand this window a little bit so it's easy to read let's see what we might be doing incorrectly here because the select the expression i did try out a different oh wait i might need to pipe it here in turn that's probably the problem yep there you go so we need to pipe it we look at the expressions more carefully but what we're seeing is i'm only interested in 11 16. i'm not interested in 11 anything else but let's say if i go 11 18 it'll be empty because we haven't gotten to the 18th yet so the team hasn't updated any of the statuses right so it's just empty so let's go with 16. um and now we got what did we receive we did we got all of the developers, but let's say we're only interested in one developer, for instance, right? And this is a real, real data. Um, so it's, uh, I can't use uh, my name there. So in this case, I have not updated this, this, uh, the status file. So let me go in here and then pipe it to dot developers. And then you want to do it step by step developers. And that's going to return all the developers, but now we'll pipe it and filter the developers and say select um, dot name equals niche. one of the developers in our team okay now it pulled up the actual update for a niche for that day and it pulled up both the sessions but let's say i'm interested in filtering this further and i actually want to go with sessions so let me say dot sessions it pulls up both the sessions but I'm only interested in uh, the first session. So ID equals one. Right now we got further. Right now it says, okay, for what did the week of no, week of 40, the week number 46, uh, the date is 11-16. I'm just interested in one developer in each. And then only for one session, this is what he had worked on, right? Uh, he probably hasn't updated it. So it says, oh, wait, it is for today. So I don't see an update here, but let's go back to our, um, did we, oh, that's 15. There's an update for the 15. Let's actually tweak that and make it 15. So we'll actually get some response back, right? So we get a response back. There's a comment, there's a pull request. Uh, what I'll work on next, what I'm blocked by. He has an issue, he's not able to read the YAML file. And this is the status update that he's reported. Now, if I go to session two, uh, he hasn't updated the status for session two yet, or maybe he didn't work session two. Uh, so it's empty essentially, right? Now you can imagine how easy this is, right? This is again, we're just scratching the surface here. There's, there's plenty more we are actually going to do with this. Uh, but essentially, this gives you a way to uh, may run queries and ask questions rather than go to Slack and 
kind of almost aimlessly search and it becomes difficult to find what you're looking for. In this case, you can get the answers you're looking for. And then, you know, you can imagine, right? You can do more fancy things. Let's say we go with this item and let's say I'm interested in, uh, in answers. Let's go even further. I'm going to say dot answers. Oops, sorry, that's not right. We go with this and we need to now go into categories. And we go into categories and now let's say I go to answers. Oh, because the, the answers is actually not, what does it say? I go into categories, there's multiple categories. And let's say maybe do I have to do a select? Um, I don't have to do a select. What was the problem earlier? I'm in categories and it says, I cannot index array with string answers. Yeah, because I forgot this, right? I forgot the array, my bad. Okay, now I get a list of answers. Uh, now, if you wanted to, let's say, right? Now we got a list of answers and uh, let's say, let's try to grep minus I YAML. Right, so let me clear this. If you're only interested in certain keywords in, in the answers you're looking for, or in the blockers, for instance, you could just buy a grep for them and you find what you're looking for. But let me remove the grep for a second. And let's say, I mean, we can we can write more fancy queries here, but let's say I'm only interested in blockers. So what I could have done is I go into categories and I'm only looking for, there are three categories, I'm looking for what I'm blocked by. Let's say as a project manager, you're interested in what your team is actually blocked by. So you're gonna say dot, question equals and we'll have an ID and stuff and make this much easier I'm just trying to share the first version of this with you oh wait that's wrong so dot quest select wait categories there's lots of categories here and within the categories I wanted to oops I forgot the pipe one more time I pipe it and I get the blocked items right and in the blocked items I'm only interested in the answers and even within the answers, I want to know if they are blocked by, uh, I don't know, by, um, let's call it React. That tells me, hey, there are no React issues as far as this developer is concerned. But let's say if there are a few items that I know that they're working on, I can have these keywords and I now know that they are not able to read a YAML file. So you can go further down and, and break it even further to get more details. Now, again, this is just, again, skimming the surface here. There's a lot more we will be doing uh, to wire this in, but I just want to give you, uh, you know, share this with you, sort of give a synopsis. And, and let me know what you think. Hopefully this was helpful. Um, and before I end the podcast, if you haven't already uh, checked us out, which I hope you've done, uh, go to snowpal.com, sign up. Oops. Yep, check us out. Go here, check out all of our features. We got a ton of project management features. Uh, play with it. If you have questions, let us know. You know, we have, uh, it doesn't matter what you do uh, in all walks of your life, you probably could use a bit of structure. And uh, our tool, our platform, both the web app and the mobile app should actually help you uh, find that structure, right? So again, check us out. And if you have any questions, let us know, right? Um, and that's basically it. So let me end the video at this point. I have to go find where the stop button is.
Okay, I found it here. Um, thanks for watching. Bye.